0: Bidzi Small Business Society, number 61. You're listening to Bidzi Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoft. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzi Small Business Society at bidzi.com and grow your business. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99, that's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidsie.com. Email rob at bidsie.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidsie.com. Thanks everyone for joining me today on another episode of Bidzy's Small Business Society. Today I am talking with Sophia Berra, Sophia is a top authority on financial planning for millennials. After working in traditional financial planning firms since 2007, she quit her job to launch her own firm, Gen Y Planning. Now she runs a six-figure business from her laptop. Sophia has been quoted in the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Huffington Post, Forbes, and many, many more. Her goal is to provide affordable and accessible financial planning to clients in their 20s and 30s and more we're going to talk about the more in just a second but welcome sophia so glad you could make some time for me today can you tell us more about yourself than about what it is that you do
1: thank you so much for having me i'm really excited to be here um i am a virtual financial planner for millennials so i help young people with their money across the country and I try to do it in a fun and accessible way. I have uh, video calls with all my clients. I offer them unlimited email support. And I'm really focused on helping them grow their careers and, um, a- and really build the, the lives that they want by using their money to match their values.
0: So you're using today's technology, like you're using Skype to connect with your clients and work with your clients. Uh, do you ever do in-person
1: sort of consultations? Rarely. I did a few in the beginning, uh, but I prefer to just do Skype or, you know, I'm using Zoom right now, which I really like for meetings. Um, And what I found is that it works better for me and better for my clients because they can, you know, meet me at a time that's convenient for them. Uh, We can gather all the information electronically. It's just like worked out really well. And uh, for me, I don't have to have, you know, rent a fancy office space downtown, Um, I can be really mobile, I can work from anywhere. And um, I really found that it's resonated with a lot of busy young professionals.
0: So, Sophia, I think your strategies can translate to any demographic, but what is the opportunity that you see with 20 and 30-year-olds?
1: Well, when I was in traditional planning, I kept having my peers come to me and uh, and ask me questions like, what do I do with my old 401k? Or I just got a new job. Can you help me read my company benefits packet? Or, uh, you know, what should I do about my student loan debt? Should I pay off this loan first or this one? Do I consolidate or not? And those were all great questions and I had nowhere to send them because the firms that I was working at had high minimums of half a million or even a million dollars. And, um, there was no way that they were working with, you know, a 20 a something that had was making good money, but yet didn't have the chance to accumulate the assets yet. And so I think that there's a huge opportunity to really help young people uh, in a- answer those important financial questions that have to do with a lot of life transitions. So a lot of my clients come to me when they're getting married, having a baby, buying a home, selling a home, just switch jobs, got a big bonus at work, trying to figure out, you know, if they should relocate or not. And, and those are big life decisions that have financial implications. So what's really fun for me is to help, you know, guide people through those, those decisions and figure out how to best navigate them financially.
0: So those larger firms are going to have those minimums. Does someone need to meet a certain set of criteria to work with you?
1: So I, I have gotten a little bit more selective with, um, the clients that I'm working with on an ongoing basis, because I just want to make sure it's the best use of, um, of their time and resources as well. But what I do is I have, um, everyone fill out an application. So if you go to genyplanning.com backslash apply, Uh, you'll get, you'll be able to fill out a Google form takes about five to 10 minutes. My associate planner reviews that. And, you know, we kind of decide is ongoing financial planning a good fit for you at this time, or would it be a better fit for you to have a one-time planning session? So if we think ongoing could be a good fit, if there's a lot going on in your situation, um, and you have, And, you know, you could really benefit from from working with a financial planner. She'll send you a link to my calendar. We'll get you scheduled for a free 30-minute call. For people that have, you know, a few very specific questions about, you know, what do I do about my student loans? Um, I'm concerned about the investments in my 401k. Can you help me choose them? You know, that could be a better fit for my one-time quick start session. And that's a 90-minute session where we dive deep in two to three financial topics, and then um, I shoot you an email afterwards with a one-page action checklist, as opposed to a you know comprehensive fifteen-page financial plan that I do with all of my ongoing clients. So it's just kind of more of a bite-sized service that I think is a really good fit for people that are, you know, just just finished law school and have a bunch of law school loans, maybe just got married and are wondering, you know, how to navigate their finances as a couple. Um, maybe you're, you know, you just switched jobs and you're figuring out. How can I, um, you know, what should I do to tackle my debt and build up savings? Um, so, so you know, that's kind of like one service. And then for ongoing, it's really great for people that are a little bit further along in their careers that just have a little bit more complexity to their situation. Um, then we're really looking at tax strategies uh, around, you know, how to. How to build up savings and build up retirement assets and also save money on your taxes. Um, how to aggressively pay off your your uh, debt, you know which accounts you should be investing in. Um, And, you know, how to strategize in terms of your, um, you know, making referrals to an insurance provider and taking a look at your insurance, your estate planning, um, all, you know, all sorts of things that have to do with with your finances that maybe we don't think about when we're first starting out and just trying to focus on paying down debt, building up savings and getting started for retirement.
0: So it sounds like a lot of what you're doing is geared towards individuals, but those strategies can be translated into the small business space. Like you're working with business people and entrepreneurs as well, aren't you, Sophia?
1: Absolutely. And I would say that a lot of my clients are very entrepreneurial minded. So some of them may work for startups or for uh, Fortune 500 companies on their innovation team. And and others may have uh, already started a small business on the side, like as a side hustle. Uh, and others are business owners where they are full-time in their own business and and often those businesses are location independent just like mine
0: now we talked about it a little bit in the pre-interview chat but you're not only working with 20 and 30 year olds anymore you're looking at expanding out uh, expanding that demographic can you tell us more about that Sophia
1: um, well, I would say that all of my clients are in their mid-20s to their early 40s uh, but one thing that has been really exciting is that more of this demographic is really interested in learning about retirement planning and how it applies to them so i surveyed my list recently and i found out that um, almost 40 percent of my list wanted to know more about retirement so i have really uh, i really got excited about that and decided to build a course on um, smart and easy retirement planning for millennials. So that's what I'm getting started on now.
0: Fantastic. So talk more about the reasons around surveying your list before going ahead with building that out.
1: Yeah, of course, that was not my idea. That was my marketing strategist's (laughs) idea, right? So so my, uh, my marketing strategist, Kendra Wright, is just fantastic and has worked with other business owners in the past and here I was had this you know big big dream to build a millennials and money course and she said well there's a lot of different topics when it comes to you know everything you talk to your clients about so what are some ideas that you have of how we could break that down And I just, you know, rattled off about half a dozen different things. And she goes, good, we're going to ask your list, which one of those topics they want you to build a course on. And it was such a great idea. And we had like seven or eight ideas. And, um, and what was really exciting was that was the one that almost 40% of people chose. So it was her idea to survey my list. And I think it's a great one. It really helps you figure out what are people most interested in buying from you and, Um, She was so surprised that uh, more people didn't want me to build a course on student loans, for example, or how to get out of debt. Um, And and that wasn't as common, whereas, you know, navigating through retirement planning was a was a really big topic and how to choose the investments in your 401k and what to look for and just education around that. And then what was interesting was the the second most popular topic was actually how to earn more money. And that's something that comes up a lot, too. And I think especially um, I talk a lot about building a side hustle and I've had quite a few uh, friends and clients whose side hustles have become their full time jobs. So I think that that's a really important topic with millennials as well. And I I hope to to build out that course later this year um, once this one is launched.
0: Big shout out to Kendra. Great strategy. I love it. So instead of spending all your precious, valuable time and your money on building out five or six different uh, ideas, uh, you guys narrowed this down to one or two. And I think that's going to make a big splash based on what you're seeing, right?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm really excited about. And as I start to talk to more people about it. It's something that people can wrap their head around, feels manageable and exciting, feels like a topic that they want to learn more about, but they also, um, you know, have some questions about and at the same time feel like, wow, like, I, I, you know, I'm interested in, in learning more about that, which is great.
0: So we're talking a lot about your clients and their money matters. Let's talk more about you, Sophia. What is so great about being an entrepreneur?
1: Oh, man, I love entrepreneurship. Um so I mean it's definitely a roller coaster ride. I was having a day yesterday. We're just, you know, we're, it was just one of those days where like lots of lots of you know just small things were were, you know, causing me problems. Um but what I love about being an entrepreneur is I really love that I'm always creating uh this this career for myself. And I can say yes to the things that I really want to do. And I can say no to the things that I am no longer interested in or aren't the best fit for me. So I would say that, you know, one interesting shift was that last year I really identified as a virtual financial planner and felt that, you know, my goal was really to to help more young clients and to shake up the financial planning space. And this year I identify more as an online entrepreneur who happens to be a financial planner and that shift is really interesting because it really has opened my my mind up to being able to be excited about you know creating products and productizing my business and and being able to help more people and scale and reach more people than than my one-on-one services do right now and so i think that that those are all little shifts that i can make as an entrepreneur um, I love having multiple income streams, you know, to be able to make money uh, giving speaking gigs, you know, having pre- giving presentations to be able to do financial writing for for different, um, different news outlets. It's just been a really fun way for me to use uh, my unique skill set to be able to really help more people.
0: You really get to choose your own destiny, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also the that, um, it's like things change so quickly that you can keep adding things, certain things and, you know, stripping away other things as you go. And so I feel like it's really, um, it's really a path that's most aligned with, you know, with what I do and what I love. And I think that that's hard at, you know, when you're working a traditional job, because, you kind of got to fit into this box. And anybody knows who knows me knows I'm not very good at that because <laughs> I, I ask too many questions. And I'm like, what about this? What if we tried this? We, can we do it this way? Uh,
0: you're probably one of those unemployable people. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> say that, uh, that I am now. And I think that, you know, at the time I I didn't recognize it as such. I feel like I should have recognized it sooner because when I was four years old, I told my parents, you're not the boss of me. I'm the boss (laughs) of me, which, you know, led to a long line of problems with future bosses. Um, But, you know, and I was just kind of destined to be an entrepreneur and didn't really know it. Um, But it's really it's really fun now. And it's it's fun to collaborate with different people on projects and to co-create things with my clients uh when it comes to their financial lives. And so it's not that I don't enjoy working with other people. I do, but I love uh I call it choose your own coworkers. So I can co-work with whoever I want. I can say yes to strategic partnerships with whatever companies I want. I can um you know I really I can choose the clients I want to work with. And that's been really that feels like such a freedom because I really love what I do. And I really um, am excited about you know, spending my time to grow this business that I really believe in.
0: So our entrepreneurial journey is sometimes uncertain. Now, you said yesterday you had some problems and we can get into as much uh, detail as you want, but uh, how do you handle those problems when they come up? Give our listeners some actionable content about how they can handle maybe that small stuff, those small problems that seem, seem to mount throughout a day.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that's been really helpful for me is to have a really good morning routine. So that's something that I'm trying to get better about and, um, and have my, my goal is like two things before email. <laughs> so each morning, like trying to knock off two things off of my list before I like deep dive into email. Sometimes that's like wrapping up my, um, my notes from a meeting the night before. Cause I have some, uh, later evening meetings. So just like get that follow up, you know, email sent out, wrap up my meeting notes. And um, and then, you know, other times it's writing an article or working on a project that I want to work on. Because once you dive into email, you have everybody else's uh, agenda in front of you. Right. Wow, so and not easy your to own. get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I get stuck in the black hole of email Um, and, and so one thing that's been helpful for me is being able to, you know, enjoy my mornings, have breakfast, drink my coffee, write my journal for five minutes, uh, you know, meditate for a few minutes and just like start my day in a good place and then decide, um, a couple, you know, big tasks that I want to get done and try to knock out even two small things before email. Um, can be really helpful, and then jump into emails. You know, respond to those, and then just really figuring out um, who is on your team. And by that, I mean one thing that was really nerve wracking for me when I was getting into you know launching my own business was I didn't know what was going to happen if I like didn't know the answer to something. And my mentor said to me, Sophia, you don't have to know the answer. You just need to know, you know, where to go to find it or who to talk to to find it. And he's like, you have a great network. Um, You know, a lot of people, you're a smart person, you're going to figure it out. And so I think sometimes when I'm up against a problem or a challenge, I just think of what is the next best step and try to break it down that way. Because otherwise it becomes really overwhelming, um, I moved earlier this year, like about six months ago, from Minnesota to Austin, Texas. And it was, you know, much of it was like a really big challenge trying to get my business moved from um, from Minnesota to Texas. I moved here with two suitcases and a laptop bag. (laughs) <laughs> and and um nothing changed for my clients, right? So like from a client perspective, like I was already working with people virtually. I continued to work with people virtually, half my clients didn't even know I moved, you know. Like it was just for me, it was it was really crazy how much of a seamless transition it was in so many ways, except on the like the back end of things. And so it was like I finally hired um, a great uh, entrepreneurial lawyer that does that works with a lot of small businesses and startups. And it was so helpful just getting him on my team and realizing that like I didn't want to spend my nights and weekends figuring out how I'm gonna move my LLC from Minnesota to Texas. And that like I really like needed an expert to help with that. and that like it was really good to just like loop somebody in and and be able to like, have him work on that and then just like send me things to sign and keep me updated on the process. And now I'm like so excited to have him on my team because I, you know, I'm thinking about like, you know, he's reminding me of things like what types of employee contracts do you have in place or do we need in place? And like, what types of partnerships, um, you know, are available to you, uh, you know, in the future. And I just think there's a lot of future opportunities where it's just going to be so helpful. And since we've already worked together, you know, having him on my team has been, has been really great.
0: Yeah. Like how much time and headspace has this guy opened up for you?
1: A ton. And that's like the crazy thing. And I think that, you know, as a bootstrapper, I bootstrapped my business for, you know, the first um, couple years. And I remember like when I was setting up my, my registered investment advisory firm one of the best things I did was hire a compliance officer, right, a, or a compliance consultant to help me set up all of the the um, the legal documents and 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 my client contracts and my ADV and stuff like that. And it's just so funny because that was so helpful to me and then like last year like i hired a cpa and i got a really great tax accountant on my team and then this year it's like i hired a lawyer and got a really great lawyer on my team so it's like each every you know few months i like level up a little bit right and i figure out like okay how do i how can i make the business side of things run a little bit better and i think if you're always thinking about that it will it will really change exponentially but um, i think that too many people don't um, spend enough time working um, on their business because they're so busy working in their business.
0: You've just given yourself the time and the freedom to focus on what you're really good at, Sophie is what it really sounds like to me. So you're we've talked about it a little bit throughout the throughout the conversation a coach, a mentor, a consultant. Why is this so important to have in business or in life in general?
1: Yeah, because um, this is hard. <laughs> you can't do it alone. <laughs> um, and sometimes I'm like, I don't understand why, you know, everybody doesn't have their own business. And then other days I'm like, because it's really hard. You know? <laughs> it's um, tough. It's
0: It's tough. And I always say it's just good to have somebody just basically leading us down that path with that lantern, just lighting it ahead of us. Right.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the thing is that so many people have done this before us that we, we don't have to be martyrs. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. We just have to know who to go to to ask great questions. You know, and I think that like, instead of getting so kind of wrapped up in our own heads about things, if we can just create a great team, it's going to make, uh, you know, any problem that we come up against much easier to navigate.
0: Standing on the shoulders of giants. Now we've talked about your business a bit. We've talked about your clients. Now I want to talk about your clients even more. What specific challenges do Gen Wires face? What do you see happening in the psyche of millennials that may prevent them from making good decisions around money, Sophia?
1: I think that this generation has much more financially complex lives than ever before. And... Um, you know, I think our, our, our parents' generation had a checking account and a savings account, had very little student loan debt. Um, you, you know, I remember asking my mom, um, like, when did you buy a nice car? Like, do you think it's strange to see, like, 25-year-olds with $30,000 cars? And she laughed and she was like... They wouldn't, like, nobody would give you a loan for $30,000 when you were 25. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, you're making, like, you know, $25,000 a year. Like, why would somebody give you, you know, that money for a car? And she's like, no, all of our cars cost $500. I paid cash for them. And then, you know, we had a baby blue VW Bug, and I was pregnant with you, and you were due in February. And the car didn't have heat. So that's when we decided... (laughs) We should like go to the credit union and like take out a $5,000 loan and get a car, you know, like that's how banking was done. Right. And that's how like you financed like things and you paid them off very quickly. And, um, and so I think that sometimes we forget, you know, how much more complex our lives are. I mean, now I have clients that are buying half a million dollar homes and wondering, who do I talk to, to to help me navigate through that? Um, and, and that's a big financial decision. and the interest rate that you get on that can, can really be impacted by your credit score and um, and your the down payment you put down can really change how big your monthly mortgage payment is. So I think I'm seeing people's financial lives be much more complex. The amount of student loan debt that this generation is dealing with is, is unlike any previous generation. Um, a lot of times I see people that may have six figures in student loan debt, but also have, are making six figures. So I've been seeing clients with incomes that have grown you know, exponentially and very rapidly. And so suddenly they went from making you know, $40,000 a year to $120,000 a year over the last five years. And they're wondering, OK, what do I do with it now? So that's that's a fun problem I can help with. <laughs> um, <laughs> other times, I think that um, our company benefits are getting really complicated, and there's a lot of great tax strategies and um, things that I can do. I do a deep dive into my clients' company benefits packages, and especially with couples in terms of figuring out how we can how we can really strategize using both company benefits package. I can often save my clients a couple hundred to a couple thousand dollars just by checking out uh, what their employers are already offering to them so that's a real you know area of value as well and access to my network I think when I talked about building my own team earlier and how important it was for me to have a CPA and a lawyer and a bookkeeper and you know and a mentor um, you have to think about that with your own financial life and as a financial planner I really helped Try to create that team for my clients, you know, bring on a great tax accountant, um, figure out a a great, I have a great insurance network that I work with that works with clients across the country in all different states. And they work specifically with fee only planners, which is great. And they can do, you know, life insurance and long-term disability insurance. I connect my clients with estate planning attorneys across the country that are in their state specifically because estate planning is state specific. Um, and so just helping them build this financial team, I think is so important, especially as you get into your thirties and you're starting to have, you know, more complexities in your life, whether that's stock options with your employer or, um, kiddos or buying your first home or buying an investment property and navigating through the complexities of that. So I really think that, you know, in addition to our financial lives becoming more complicated, we have access to so much more information. And uh, financial advisors used to be the gatekeepers of financial information. And now we're we're really the person to help people uh, sift through that financial information and figure out how they can apply it directly to their lives. So a lot of my clients are coming to me already very knowledgeable, saying, you know, I, I know I need to start a Roth IRA, but I don't know where. Or... Um, I, I think that there's a lot I could do to be saving money on my taxes, but when I talked to my accountant, you know, he, you know, I didn't feel like I was getting, um, you know, he wasn't getting like the whole picture of my financial life. And so I think that the other thing is just being flooded with all of this financial data and information that people are really coming to financial planners now as looking for an expert to help say, okay, how does this apply to me? And and that's something that's really fun that I get to help my clients with as well.
0: And people like you, Sophia, are making this easy because we don't have to any longer make an appointment and block off some time in a day and go wait at the bank to talk to someone. We can jump on Skype and talk to you and work this stuff
1: out. Exactly. And I think, you know, really figuring out how to make it accessible for millennials, right? We were just joking before the show. I was saying that, you made it so easy for me to sign up for your podcast. You know, you had emailed me a while ago and I just, at the time, um, you know, was kind of heads down in another project and, and, um, and was able to circle back on this, look on your calendar and choose a time slot that worked for me. And we, we made it so, you know, you made it so easy. And I think that, you know, that's what I try to do for my clients as well as make it easy for them and, um, use technology in a way that's Helpful. You know, I share a Dropbox folder with my clients. They upload all their statements. We review everything at John My Planning and then we get back to them um, with, you know, any missing documents that we need. But everybody has their statements online anyway. Right. They don't need to print it off and bring it into my office (laughs) and like sit down across from my mahogany desk. And then I like have my associates scan everything in like, no, even though like my first job in financial planning, I swear like 40% of my job was scanning, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Um, and, and I think too, like just being able to, you know, to charge differently. I charge an upfront planning fee followed by a monthly retainer. So my clients have to have a little bit of skin in the game, game upfront and be invested in this process. And then from there, I want us to be able to work it into their monthly budget. Um, and so by taking that That focus off of the amount of assets they have, it really completely changes the relationship that I have with my clients because it's not about, oh, this is a big client or a small client anymore, right? Um, Because like this is a $2 million client versus this is just like a half a million dollar client. Um, you know, it's like my clients pay a monthly retainer based on the complexity of their situation. There's an upfront planning fee. And so I I don't look at, you know, I want it from an income standpoint, I want it to make sense for them to work with me on an ongoing basis. Um, but from an asset level, it really doesn't matter.
0: Absolutely. And you've made this even more accessible because you don't have the mahogany desk. You do, you're not paying an assistant a salary. Right. You're not paying a lease on, uh, you know, retail space. Like, I mean, again, the overhead is so low for you that you can pass that on essentially to your clients
1: exactly and it's really funny i was on another podcast with with my friends dan and ian from the tropical mba and ian's like i love that i'm not paying for your mahogany desk
0: <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> Exactly, and
1: it's so funny because like i never thought of that as a benefit to my clients but i love that my clients think of that as a benefit to me you know like as the, the like that, you know, my friend who's a podcaster would see that as a benefit and would be like, yeah, I love that. Like, that's not what you're about that. And, and, you know, and what's really funny is I just like, I have the coolest clients from across the country. They're all world travelers like me. Um, they're just really like worldly and smart. A bunch of them speak different languages. Um, and what's so, what's so much fun is that like, they we just like have these great conversations and none of them are you know none of them are focused on um status it's so much more focused on you know living the lifestyle that they want or being able to care for their families in such a way um or being able to um you know finish paying off their student loans and help pay for their kids college and it's just really it's really neat to see um, to see how focused people are on really like helping, helping other people. And, um, I'm, I'm just like, I feel really proud of my generation because I get get to work with so many, so many clients that are, that are doing great things in their lives and their careers and, and helping people and helping their families. And it's really fun.
0: Okay. Let's take a break to thank our sponsors. Are you tired of tedious internet searches, trying to find a service provider to complete your projects? Are you sick of scrambling on the phone, trying to connect with someone who's willing to meet with you to work on your projects? Try Bidzy. Go to bidzy.com, sign up, choose a category, and enter a few details about what you need done. It's free to post projects in any category. Connect with local professionals in such categories as bathroom and kitchen renovation, real estate professional, graphic design, flooring, gym membership, tire sales and service, carpet cleaning, and many, many more. You're notified each time a local professional submits a bid on your project. Choose the bid you like best, and now you've found a local professional to complete your project. Use our rating system to give feedback about the business. Post your projects, sit back, and let local professionals come to you. Sign up and post projects for free at Bidzy.com. Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to find a service provider to complete your projects? Are you sick of scrambling on the phone trying to connect with someone who's willing to meet with you to work on your projects? Try Bidzy. Go to bidzy.com, sign up, choose a category, and enter a few details about what you need done. It's free to post projects in any category. Connect with local professionals in such categories as bathroom and kitchen renovation, real estate professional, graphic design, flooring, gym membership, tire sales and service, carpet cleaning, and many, many more. You're notified each time a local professional submits a bid on your project. Choose the bid you like best, and now you've found a local professional to complete your project. Use our rating system to give feedback about the business. Post your projects, sit back, and let local professionals come to you sign up, and post projects for free at Bidzy.com. So, Sophia, I want to ask you a few questions now so that our listeners can learn a little bit more about your personal interests. Are you ready? Yeah. What type of cell phone do you use?
1: Oh, I have an iPhone, like, 6S Plus, I think. 6S.
0: What type of car do you drive?
1: I don't. So I have a car back in Minnesota um, that's a a Subaru Legacy, so the non-hatchback Subaru, um, but I decided to sell it to my dad when I moved to Austin, and um, I'm carless now.
0: Good financial decision in a lot of cases, I think, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been (laughs) really fun. I like walking, and I like, yeah.
0: Do you have a favorite vacation spot?
1: Oh, so many. Um, I'm, Barcelona is one of my favorite cities in the world and I'm going back there this summer. And so I'm really excited about that. And I'm, uh, yeah. And so that's a big place. The other is Chiang Mai, Thailand, and I'm going back there in the fall. So two, two amazing places.
0: Lots of great cuisine in both of those places, I'm sure. Uh, but do you have a favorite food?
1: Um, well, I think you hit the nail on the head with just saying like those places have great. Great food because, like, I'm, like, I literally, like, go to a city and, like, eat my way through that town. Uh, So, I would say, like, a cuisine Thai food is probably my favorite.
0: Do you have a favorite book?
1: Ooh, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up.
0: Now, there's a lot of content out there, but do you have a favorite podcast?
1: There's this new podcast called Millennial, And, uh, it's really great. And I just started listening to it more and I'm really, really excited about it. I think that it's, I think it, it's on public radio and it's just really cool.
0: Now, do you love to win or hate to lose and why?
1: Ooh, love to win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> Why do you love to win so much, Sophia?
1: Yeah, because um, like I've just loved games ever since I was little, and I'm a little competitive. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I. It's so funny that you said that. I, I uh, was joking with a friend and. He was saying, like, all you do is win. (laughs) And then I was shopping the next day and I saw a shirt that said, all I do is win. And I had to, like, try it on. And it was like my Facebook profile pic for the last month because I thought that was so funny.
0: Now, I want to move on here. Sophia. What is the one thing you want to share with our Gen Y listeners, or for, with all of our listeners for that matter, about planning for their financial future?
1: So I think financial, building a solid financial foundation is really important. And by that, I mean these three things. So figure out a plan to get out of high interest rate credit card debt. Pay it off as quickly as possible. Uh, start building emergency savings. Uh, at least one month of your net salary saved for emergencies before you start working on other financial goals. Uh, but aim for three months of, of net pay saved for emergencies. Start saving for retirement. Make sure you're at least getting your company match at work. Uh, let's say they match 3%. If you contribute 3%, you're getting your full company match. Uh, If you're only contributing 2%, you're not. So make sure you take advantage of free money because it's one of the few opportunities we have in life. If you don't have that, start a Roth IRA, or if you're already able to get your match, start a Roth IRA. So those are kind of my three quick tips for, for getting started with building financial security.
0: Outline those in bullet point form once again, Sophia, if you could.
1: Yeah, pay off high interest credit card debt, start saving for emergencies, and get on track for retirement.
0: Love it! Great actionable stuff. Now, Sophia, what does the future look like for you and your business?
1: Ooh, well, I'm really excited about this course that I'm launching. So, if you want to get on the waitlist for that for special pricing and and um, being one of the first people to be able to to participate in the course, uh, you can go to genyplanning.com/backslash/waitlist. And the and so, in addition to building out courses, um, I have an ebook available. I also have uh, a free newsletter, the Gen Y Planning newsletter. Um, if you want to connect with me on Twitter, I love I love Twitter. It's my name is just at Sophia Vera S O P H I A B um, E R A, and I'm I'm just really excited to be able to reach more people through courses.
0: Sophia, I thank you so much for your time today on Busy Small Business Society. You take care.
1: Thanks so much. Have a great one.
0: Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to bidzi.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at bidzi.com Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to bidzi.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bizzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy's Small Business Society today.